Hey everybody, it's Griff here, and welcome to another episode of the Hideous Laughter Podcast. I just want to start off at the top by saying the whole crew is going to be at Gen Con this year. We're really excited to meet up with you guys. We are going to be doing a meetup at Kilroy's on Friday, August 2nd at 8 p.m. So put your drinking hats on, come down and hang out with us. Probably grab you a beer, maybe you can grab us a beer. Either way, it's going to be a blast. I also wanted to say that we have been loving our new friends on Discord. If you're not on our Discord, you are missing out because we're having a lot of conversations and a lot of fun there. So look at our website and find the Discord link and join us so you can chat with us, ask us some Zone of Truth questions, whatever. But with all that out of the way, I want to welcome you guys to episode 49 Pavlosian response. Do you like liquor and things that go boo? Then buckle up, listener, because this one's for you. Prepare yourself for the Hideous Laughter Podcast. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Hideous Laughter Podcast, episode 49, which means we are one fucking episode from 50. Jesus Lord, we've made it pretty far. And I'm staring down the barrel of like a three-year-old Natty Light. Yep, it might be longer than three years. That thing's old. So, Emily, we are all drinking the same drink today. Voted on by our patrons, our lovely, lovely patrons. What is it that you were concocting, you have concocted for us today? Our patrons were very nice to us this week, and we are drinking a party splitter. So it is a three-layered drink with grenadine, blue curacao, and then lemonade vodka. This should be way worse for the implications of party splitting. You guys felt that for yourselves. So, cheers, gang. How is it? Cheers. Cheers. Yes. Uh, I could totally reach you guys from, from my high tower. Have one of your servants pass it down. Will do. So that you can cheer. That's not us. bad. Yeah. That's not bad. Yeah, I've had worse. Yeah. I've had better. It's pretty, <laughs> it's pretty good. <laughs> so we have some buddies. They're called Die Hard Dice. And I bought a new set from them that I'm pretty excited to use today. It's like purple trim, white interior. Hopefully it rolls good for me tonight, but they were nice enough to include a set for all of you little people across the table. So we're going to see how those roll too. Y'all got your new sets. Absolutely. What color you get? I got the, I got the black set because Matumbe has a very dark background, dark and mysterious. It's like kind of cloudy with a little gray in there. They're cool. By you Brooks. Yeah. I got the red uh, polymer with the oh i'd probably say uh red orange amber uh numbers on them nice and to be honest i, f- I feel like it really uh this is this is ikmer's ikmer's heart and soul i feel like ikmer needed a set of dice that wasn't green or brown <laughs> i don't know i 
I think this could just possibly just really light them up. Haley, what'd you get? They're gold numbers, Brooks. <laughs> gold numbers. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Amber, <dingus>. gold. <laughs> Clearly gold. <laughs> well, anyway. He doesn't exactly have a heart of gold, so anymore. I got a um, like blue and pink cotton candy set, basically. Seems a little lighthearted for an eclipse. <laughs> you want to be honest? No, it's for the child that's trapped inside of her. Oh, okay. Oh. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> oh, no, never mind. That fits really well. Fantastic. Now I'm sad. Dead children. <laughs> Emily, what'd you get? I have a swirled purple set, and I think that goes well with Lyra's desire to go to the deep, deep sea where it's just like so dark and kind of gross. Purpley? Purpley? Yeah, purple. That sounds like a drink I like called the Grimace. Yeah, let's hype up the purple Grimace a little <laughs> the more. The purple yeah. Grimace a little more. Hype it up. <laughs> so uh, before we get started, I actually have a question to ask you guys. Um, I'm wondering, in real life, so think of yourself as a person. What magical item from Pathfinder would you want as a person? And no, no fucking like, uh, you know, wands of wish or any of that. Steve. Oh boy. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to min max myself. Um, and I'm going to go a, a maxed out, uh, headband of alluring charisma. Oh Jesus. Not bad. Oh man. Going to bring yourself to a 10. Get out of here. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> T- title of that, Steve has sex. <laughs> <laughs> you know, in an early episode, I was say- I, I, t- I told the world I was saving myself for marriage. Steve denies sex. Gross. <laughs> <laughs> we don't need to keep talking about this. <laughs> Emily, what would you ah. get? A headband would be really nice, but... I think I would have to go with a ring of invisibility because I think that would be really fun hey, and useful. Whenever you want, invisibility is a pretty dope power. Brooks, what do you think you'd want? Man, the ring of invisibility was first on my list, but the more I think about it, it's possible that uh, boots of flying are on that. Yeah, well. dude. Yeah, dude. That's a good one. Boots of flying is a great one. Mm-hmm. So uh, I guess uh, between the two, depending on the cost. Nice. Haley, what do you think you'd want? I have no idea. Like, I've never thought about this. I yeah, have neither no have idea. we. This is right off the top of it our It doesn't hands. matter. I don't know is what I'm saying. Oh, okay. Like, I really just don't have any idea. Well, I've think never about thought it. about it. I know what I want. What do you want? I want the banner of the ancient fucking kings, baby. Inspire I like, courage. I feel like this was just all a setup for you to talk about that item. I love that item. Banner of the Ancient Kings is dope. Oh man, ladies and gentlemen, I guess uh guess Griffin has a bit of a hard on for for that. Take the flag bearer feet, get it going, rock and roll with it. Oh. If you're a bard, take that item. Alright. But I digress. Why don't we get into it? Because you guys just defeated a motherfucking wraith. And it was a pretty tough fight. He was in the ground, he was out of the ground, dealing some drain. I think that was the best Steve has ever rolled in the history of this podcast. Quite possibly. You would be dead. You would be dead. You have five con left. 
Yeah. Uh, my current max hit points, I don't have my max hit points, but my current max would be 31. My con is a five. I've taken nine drain over the last several episodes. Um, Tumi looks really bad. Yeah, I believe it. I definitely believe it. I mean, you you had five drain going into the fight, so. Yeah. Think could do a D6 of con drain, so pretty brutal. To only, yeah, to only take four or whatever. Can I could you, be doing worse. Can you describe what Shaq would look like with this? With the con drain? Yeah. Well, I think I kind of alluded to it a little bit in the last episode in that like his skin's, t- you know, pulled really tightly over his body, but maybe he just has like a constant like light sweat going and maybe his nails are like yellowy and cracked a little bit like real watery eyes just kind of looking sickly just like a constant wheeze yeah yeah (laughs) that's bad business has ick taken much i don't think ick has taken a lot he's taken a couple uh i think two total so he's just dropped one hit point but as far as his hit points, though, he's he's down pretty pretty far. Well, as we alluded to last episode, that's just because you don't tell the party when you heard it. <laughs> I mean, I feel like that is they should probably defi- know, right? No, 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 no. <laughs> he he wouldn't tell the party when he's hurting because he wants to hide it and make it seem like he's stronger than what he what he is, and so. He he wants to take on much, much more than he's physically able. All the players at the table, just don't be surprised when Ickmer just randomly drops dead. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, when yeah. it gets bad, you're... I'll let you know. No, I'll let I you. Guess. I, guess. I don't uh, know. Too strong. Too strong. <laughs> no, I mean, yeah. As a, as a character, I think that's what he would do. Okay. Is just hide it as long as possible. Eclipse took a good chunk there yeah i'm at uh 42 of 44 uh health points so health point wise i'm fine but i am down seven in ability score drain yeah that's a good chunk Mm -hmm. you had a you have a decent con score though right yeah i mean i'm at nine con when i have seven drain yeah that's not bad at all it's pretty good but lira you got hit by the last one i know i did a d6 and rolled a six on you that one really hurt. I'm sitting at a six for my constitution. My max hit points is 30. I'm nowhere near that. That was actually a really funny last part of the episode where where you said, I'm at six. And, Matum- and Steve said, Matumbe's at five. <laughs> <laughs> like, you feel bad right now. Dire straits, guys. But you made it through. And here we are in Hergstag. You guys have found the lair of this wraith. You found the four missing bodies of the children and you found a corpse, an interesting corpse, a corpse with both of his eyes stabbed out by magical daggers, which you took. So I guess what I want to know right now is what are you guys doing? Uh, Matumbe, I, I, I think this is kind of your, your, uh, area of expertise do you think that like how how do you think we should best i guess care for these bodies while we take them back to leopardstat so that we can i don't know be respectful as possible hmm. we must preserve their dignity wrap them in, in cloth if we have any handy maybe a cloak or a traveling blanket and 
bring them back to meet their families. Now, yeah. Matumbe, you would know just from all of the houses you've been in, mm-hmm. you could easily find like a tablecloth or that kind of thing yeah. if you don't have cloth on you. Yeah, and, and we, we can do that. I'm just kind of assuming that regular travelers would have like a blanket or something or I don't have a magical cloak, but I probably have a cloak, you know? Maybe. Is it in your inventory? Well, it's not in my inventory. <laughs> we got like a pair, of, a pair of shoes isn't in my inventory and like underwear is not in my inventory. Uh, how many pairs of underwear did Igmar pack? Just the one loincloth? Um, underwear? What's that? <laughs> oh. Okay. I do have one reversible cloak in my inventory. God damn it, Haley. You just have to show everybody up. <laughs> I have so much in my inventory. It burned me before. So You're so prepared. You guys wrap these bodies up. Mm-hmm. Now, what was the decision if you made one or if the party needs to talk? Were you going to take Elsa back? Were you going to take the um, the fully grown man back? No, actually, before we go go to that, I want to know how we take these bodies out of the lair, which is a hole. Is it through the magical rope? You can use the magical rope, yeah. So what are we tying it around, tying the body around so that we can have the magical rope go, like, like have it the go ma- up? The magical rope was tied off canonically at the top. We just have to tie them to the bottom and it will pull them up. Or Matumbe just has four children in his arms and sits on his <laughs> elder, I don't, elderly stair was, chair. I don't have the con, but I got the strength. <laughs> but what I was kind of expecting was to just kind of tie them up, tie the bodies up in, in some fashion, and then have the rope pull them up via the, uh, I guess, the the old old person step. That's literally the magic what I just described. Yeah, exactly word, what we word. would do. Okay. So you guys tie these children's bodies off. Um, Matumbe sits down on the rope as he does. Are you bringing the man's corpse or are you leaving it here? I think that we probably need to bring the other corpse. So I think that's important to show the actual killer. Okay. So you bring the actual corpse. Matumbe still has Elsa's body. We should rebury that. There's, you know, it... If we did not come to the Wraith, if we did not find these kids' bodies, I think it would be fantastic evidence, even though it's a little macabre. But at this point, you know, it, it would be redundant and reopen some old wounds that don't need to be reopened. And, and on top of that, I think that we can absolutely use her parents as a witness to what she looked like when she died, even though we know what she died, what she looked like when she died already. Which is sunken eyes, drain. Oh uh, yeah. So you want to you want to get have her parents describe that. Yeah, that's and fine. so and so we can kind of like behind the scenes say we already know exactly what she looks like. Here's a bunch of dead though. kids that also look like that. Bam, and then throw them out on the table. No, <laughs> that's not how we're gonna do it. Okay. No, but we what? could do the whole. We're not. Like, I was I was on board. Lyra's not, and I think Lyra's going to be making all of the diplomacy checks, so that's a no. <laughs> She's well, any Emily thing. is putting her foot down. So, so actually, but uh, sorry to interrupt you, but Ikmer would definitely want to go to the the judge or the 
I guess, investigator to where it it makes most sense to bring that kind of evidence to the trial just so that it's not like scary to anyone else. It is proper channel like the proper you're not seen as the people that are bringing corpses in you're going to give them to we're not just going to flop them down like dead fish that makes complete sense you would uh you would know that any any evidence especially physical evidence you would want to run by barrister koppel first he is asking for your help but he's also the defendant did we give him the face you didn't you didn't even show that in trial we have that still but don't did not use that. Yep. So, guys, it's roughly 11 midnight. You're burying Elsa again, and then you're heading on your way, I imagine. You got it. Mm-hmm. Yep. And you have enough horses because Lyra borrowed one from the Crooked Ken. So, you make your way home. And the journey is relatively uneventful. It's still that rough two hours. So you're back around 1.30. Is there anything you'd like to do before you go to bed for the night, knowing that the trial does start at 10 a.m. tomorrow? If you want a full night's rest, you're going to need to go to bed shortly. Can we potentially go to bed and then wake up early to talk to Barrister Cop? 10 is, like, late. I'm also kind of thinking a drain removal play would be in, in order. Um, you, you know, thinking before this that if there's a cleric at the Temple of Phrasma that may have a uh, an instance of... Um, restoration prepared tonight, then we could pay him for his services and use that and then tell him, Hey, the rest of us are going to need this tomorrow morning. Cause we can't guarantee that they're going to have four off the rip tomorrow morning, ready to go. That's just my thoughts. Make me a knowledge, local or knowledge, religion. Anyone at the table can roll. If you have either one, Ikmer doesn't, but I do have a point that I want to make. Ikmer would definitely want to go to, pause for the name. Radanish? Radanish. When you learn that from Sajira, the the guy that uh, supposedly is the next lead in your uh, surgical tools investigation. Correct. He talked to, he talked to her and, and... Wouldn't give her any information. Correct. Exactly. So, Ikmer would like to go to Radanish, actually, in the nighttime. Okay. Surprise. I mean, his shop likely wouldn't be open this late. Correct. Oh, um, I guess if if he only knows the location of his shop, then it would be a little bit more difficult. But if it's possible, he would like to visit the shop with Matumbe, actually, and possibly intimidate him outside of the outside of it, just so that he can get uh, get answers. In, in a more uh, surprising fashion rather than go to him in his shop and in his home territory type of deal. So the only issue with that is that Sajira only relayed to you the location of his shop. And that's the only 
place she knows of him being. So his his house isn't isn't known to her, and she didn't relay it to you. Uh, it it would require you know an hour of gathering information or something to figure that out this evening. Now you could likely go to his shop when it's open tomorrow. You know that the you know everything in the surgeon's flat's open at six a.m. So you can get there early if you want to, and you're relatively assured that he's going to be there. From there, you know, it's up to you, but you could do a number of things. You could attempt to intimidate him there. You could attempt to, you know, bribe him or something there. You could attempt to follow him to his home and intimidate him there. If you think that's going to be, you know, easier or, or better or whatever. So... I'll leave that up to you, but I'm going to say like, it's going to be very difficult for you to find him tonight. I I really think the play is just to go to the temple, see if anything is available to get us healed up or at least one or two of us healed up. So those knowledge locals or religions then 23 on which one? Uh, I'll call that local and then a uh, 13 knowledge religion. Okay. 18 knowledge religion. Okay. Mine's too low. It's fine. Okay. Uh, with a with an eighteen knowledge religion, you've studied kind of the the greater churches of the area. You know that the biggest church to Phrasma in town is called Grave Charge. I love that name. You know, with that twenty three knowledge religion, that there are plentiful high level enough clerics to aid you and that the clerics there work 24 hours a day. So there will be someone there for you to worship, for you to come to for aid any hour of the night. You could go there now. Now, it's, it's I'm not saying all of the clerics are going to be awake, but there will likely be one of a high enough level if you guys are seeking some sort of healing. I know a 24-hour joint around here. Don't get it twisted. These boys will get us taken care of. I mean, as long as you're fine with it, I trust you. So, yeah, that's fine. Let's go. So you guys make a beeline. And you head right through the the main square where the all the rioting has been happening. Relatively calm tonight. Eerily calm. You head through that square and you head north and you remember the way because it's it's towards where Adivian is. It's towards where you dropped Kendra off. It's up to the north of town through kind of the older looking homes. And then you stop seeing buildings. And what you see almost baffles you because s- some of these are nearly the size of buildings. You see tombs. And a graveyard that stretches nearly a half mile. And shining in the moonlight is this church. Almost appearing to be made entirely of ivory. It glows white in the moonlight. And as you approach, you see that it is heavily decorated. And it's decorated 
with skeletal horses and skeletal chariots. Circling this great spiral that spans the entire front edifice of this church. This magnificent architecture and art combined to show the interpretation of Phrasma's Boneyard. Clearly, we are in a place of glory. I know our people here will be able to help us. Bask in the majesty of this temple and rejoice in Phrasma's name. I mean, I, I'm completely fine with this. I mean, as long as you're okay with it, Matumbe. There's some pretty cool, like, art and stuff around here, but, I mean, as long as you feel better here, that, that makes me feel that much more okay. Yeah, I mean, how is Matumbe feeling? Because this is literally probably the largest building in town. I mean, it, it's it's a religious experience for him. Uh, you know, a, akin to, you know, so, someone who takes a takes a pilgrimage to the Vatican. They you know, they've never traveled outside the US or something and then they go to you know, they're if they're a devout Christian and they go there, it's a spiritual experience or uh, something akin to that. So I think he's just kind of in awe. Maybe a little excited, but you know, it's a got a got a lot of feelings in his heart about this. Okay. Man, this is this is such a big and kind of you know Crazy place that I I feel like a beer would really relax me. And so that's what I did. <laughs> so you guys walk on this path through this immense graveyard by the moonlight. And you ascend what seems like two flights of steps kind of bisected until you get to the great marble doors and when you push despite their immense size they swing open easily easier than any of the doors you busted through at Hergstag these these doors seem light as air it's odd And as you walk in, you smell the aroma, this pungent smoke incense. And you see that the entire interior is lit by chandeliers of candles and candles on the sides of the room. But it is relatively empty as it's late in the evening. Eclipse will... Slowly, quietly cover up her mouth and nose a little bit more securely with her scarf. Okay. She kind of she kind of feels uncomfortable and generally, like, she is of the mindset, let's get in and get out. Sure. So you walk in and you see a man in relatively grandiose robes, uh, purple, black, gold. And he sees you. There's there's nobody really praying at this hour. And he approaches. You can see that he is bald. He's relatively short, five foot six. Uh, and these robes almost swim on him. 
and he comes up to you. Hello, my name is Pavlos. I am the night shift. What is it you seek with our lady? Pavlos, you are the attendant of this temple? That I am for the evening. It is a pleasure to meet you. My name is Matumbe. I come from a land very far away, but have spent time in Ustalav lately and have been appreciating the local culture. With me are my friends, Ikmer, Clips, and Lyra. Um, we, we are remiss to admit, though, we ran afoul of some undead recently, and their corrupting touch chilled us to the bone. We will need a resuscitation or restoration. restoration of sorts. I've already attended the several ill today, but I have two castings of that left. If you're willing to make a donation to the church. No price is too high. So mechanically, the way this works is the cost of spellcasting is the spell level times the caster level of the caster times 10 plus any material cost. Restoration can be cast at a thousand gold diamond dust cost, but that does way more than, than what you guys need it for. You guys just need it to remove all your ability damage from one score. That's 100 gold in material costs. Now, it is a 4th level spell for a cleric, and it requires a 7th level cleric to cast it. In total, 380 gold per person. And he has two castings of this tonight, but, as Steve aptly noted earlier, you could certainly ask him to prepare some more for tomorrow. Or ask him to ask one of the other priests the day shift the day shift to you know hey prepare two extra restorations people these people need it yeah i i think that's exactly what we would do so you need my two castings tonight it appears most of you are suffering from some kind of drain i can tell absolutely i can i can uh i'll i'll pay for for anything that that you ask for anything that my friends ask for. Well, it'll be 380 gold to the church, and I'd be ha- I can only help two of you tonight, but be happy to do it. Absolutely. Um, a- anything, anything you ask for. My my friends are everything, so it it's it's important to me. Seems pretty eager, doesn't he? He sure does. Who needs it the worst? I think it would be really, really good if um, Lyra, who has probably, I don't know, the constitution of a toad at this point, and Matumbe, who has the constitution of less than a hedgehog. So, (laughs) probably those two first. And he has this, like, really weird way of casting his spells. He kind of pulls your hair back first, Lyra, and he, like, kisses you on the forehead. And all of a sudden... It almost looks as if... <laughs> sorry, this nice. is how I do my work. Hey, and he's like, is... he's super unenthused about this, by the way. And uh, as he does this, 
Have you ever seen like a fruit get rehydrated after it's pruned? Yeah. That's what you look like. Your skin Ugh. stops being taut over your bones and uh, you you gain some color to your face. You're not just pale white. You, you get a blush in your cheeks and you're reinvigorated and you feel great. Oh, Lyra, you've never looked so good. To be honest, I could use another peek at those shins. He's a weird child. <laughs> <laughs> and Pavlos would turn to Matumbe and he would say, I'm sorry to have to ask this, but please bend down. I didn't think that's where this was going. It's because I'm tall. It's because you're tall. <laughs> I didn't notice I didn't say bend over. I said bend down. It took me a second. Uh, anything you need, father. So Matumbe kind of bows, and again, he... Matumbe doesn't have hair, so he doesn't have to brush it back, but he kisses Matumbe on the forehead, and you see the same thing. Matumbe just seems like he's fuller, more more able, more capable, more uh, healthy than before. Uh, both of you, the way restoration works is one casting with the 100 gold material component cures all of the drain from one ability score. Since you only took drain in con, it's all gone. Yay. That's great news. So it's not like lesser where you have to roll. It's all gone. As far as Ikmer's uh, demeanor in this area, he is very, like, very comfortable. You know, maybe when we get done with all of this, Ikmer, maybe you could pick up an internship here, just like when you were helping out Gerald Jr. Well, Tombstones uh, to clean, lawns to mow. I mean, I guess it's a. Those are pretty big lawns. I don't know. I know if I'm up to that. You're a very big boy. <laughs> God damn it, um, Pavlos would actually, um, you know, after he performs this on you, mm, do I recognize you from somewhere? Are you part of the the trial going on? I I feel like I've Seen you before. I was there yesterday. We are. We're presenting evidence. Make a, um, make a perception check. Just or anybody? a sense motive. Either one. Anybody or what? Anybody can. Anybody can. It's free game. It's free real estate. Sense motive. Perception's higher. Oh, uh, because... Uh, Ikmar's perception is much lower. I think I'm going to roll that one. Not. 24 perception. I'm enamored by everything around me. I've got a 10 total for sense motive. 18 sense motive here. Six sense motive. My new dice is not, not rolling well for me. What was the perception, Haley? 24. 24. So you and Ikmar notice something. Ikmar, you notice that um, he doesn't seem to genuinely like he's not genuinely asking this. He knows he recognizes you from it. He's just trying to goad you into talking about it. Uh, Eclipse with a 24 perception. You notice that Pavlos is well, the one detecting magic in the trial. 
he is the person hired from the Church of Phrasma to oversee that the trial is fair, that no magic is being done. Oh, and so Eclipse, as like like he when he says that, she'll like look at him for a second. Oh, I I know who you are. You're the one who's been making sure we don't have magic, right? Yes, they call us the Holy Sisters of Justice, but obviously, you don't have to be a girl to do it. It's just anyone from the church. Have you noticed anything suspicious in the courtroom? No, I haven't. Is it get, does it get kind of boring? Mm, kind of. I'm actually curious, mainly because you're here. What kind of progress have you made on Hergstag? We've made lots of progress. I don't know what we're allowed to tell you and not tell you, though. But we have a lot of really good information. I am sworn to remain impartial unless somebody casts magic, in which case, expelled from the court for a hundred years, that whole chestnut. Sense motive? Go ahead. Five. With a five, you're convinced he's lying. Damn it. It's only 90 years, but he just wanted to sound cooler. <laughs> <laughs> It's actually well, 150. <laughs> but but wait a minute, Eclipse. You sh- you should absolutely make sure that that he's on on the side of making sure that he's he's impartial. Are you sure that he's he's making sure that it's like fair for both sides and not not just for the town? Are you just saying that openly to me in front of him? Yes, I'm convinced he's lying. Based on my role. Mm, Young man. You're saying a lot of bullshit in my (laughs) church. It's been a long fucking night shift for you to say that kind of shit to my face. I could have you expelled from the church or from the court, you know. Well, you you know what what it was is that I wasn't rolling my right dice. But all in all, Mister, I, I didn't mean to impose or anything. I, I just want to make sure it, it's fair because, our, he's he's kind of our well, he's my friend now. Can one of you teach this child a little bit of respect for his elders. Don't worry. In the actual trial, I'll be doing most of the talking. I noticed that you had talked a lot yesterday and while your silver tongue might get you relatively far I'm just curious what type of evidence you even have I mean the beast was seen with a body I don't want to have to aim my sights on the four of you but I fear that well, without magic, what kind of case is that? Excuse me, do you, sir, know about wraiths? Yes, I've fought them many times. Phrasma bids that all undeads come and wraiths are high among them, must perish. 
We must hear these stories. Not right now, Matumbai, but... Maybe later. I think that he might be pivotal tomorrow. We have a lot of information about some very specific ways these bodies were killed, and I think... Bodies? You know the children that we've talked about? I know the children were missing. Uh, Did you find them? We found something, and I'd like, I would really, really like if we could use your immense knowledge tomorrow to maybe point everyone else into the correct direction. What was your name? My name's Eclipse. Eclipse. I don't know how much you've dealt with the legal system. Have you? Uh, not at all. You would know that. While I'm there to make sure nobody's getting compelled to say anything or any of that, there are a couple spells admissible in court. And if you have bodies, speak with dead is among them. You may use that as evidence in court, and I... Swore to remain impartial, but if you pay me, I could certainly prepare a casting of that for you tomorrow to bring to church. Or yes, to court, sir. rather. How much money do you need? Because I think that you will find what these guys have to say extremely interesting. That is only 140 gold. Fantastic. We'll pay you right, right uh, after the trial? Does In the work? name of justice, if it, if it is for naught, I will charge you. If it's meaningful, then it's worth me preparing and using. That's fantastic. Does that sound fair? I am so very, very happy that you were able to spend time with us. There's uh, another spell we could use. Um, As long as both parties are amenable to it, and it would look pretty bad if you denied it, but you can use Zone of Truth in court. What about... Detect lies. Mm, detect lies is tricky. It would detect any lies. That it would. Unfortunately, I fear that. Well, in a normal, in a normal court case, yeah. What? Why not? But that monster. I. I don't know if he reacts the same way to. Yeah, I mean, we, we've tried that. I was actually brought in to detect lies on the thing. And, and, and did you? I couldn't read a single thing off of him. Now, perhaps if we use detect lies on someone besides the beast. Well, that would be a compelling argument, but... And I would certainly, as the, you know, as the sister of justice, allow it in, in court, but you would need another witness... Absolutely. If I, I do have the ability to detect lies, it is part of my calling. I could see from your book your men cut from the same cloth as we are here, but, um, you know, the lady's justice works in more mysterious ways than truth or lies. Absolutely. I'm sure you know that, but yes, that would be admissible as well. Those three spells generally are okay to use with permission from... The Sister of Justice. 
And since you've met me, hello, I am Pavlos. Talk to me tomorrow if you want to. Awesome, Pavlos. Will you be the one kissing my forehead tomorrow, or is that someone else? Um, well, if I'm meeting you at the courthouse anyway, I'm certainly, I, I can certainly prepare the two spells. It's not overly late. I can get to bed and bring one of my acolytes up to kind of man the shift. Awesome. Get to rest, Pavlos, because we're having a big day tomorrow. I will indeed. Good night. And he would actually turn in at this point. He, he realizes that now he needs to prepare probably more spells than he was expecting. He was just expecting to use his detect magic cantrip. So, we have two people fully cured. Nice, you did it. Two people that are not cured. But tomorrow, Pavlos hopefully pulls through for you. What are you guys doing now? It is roughly 2 a.m. Holy shit. I need to sleep. It would be good, though, if we could talk to Barrister Koppel to give him the information that we have. I don't have anything to... I, I guess I, I have abilities that I can pass on for a 24-hour period. So I can go and he- go ahead and give the evidence to him if that's necessary without sleeping or with sleeping in less time period. less than eight hours yes. yeah um you guys could also and this is probably just me being a nice gm if you want to take like an hour nap the next day i'll let you recover your shit after that oh so if you want to sleep seven out if you want to go see barrister Koppel and then get to bed at three sleep till the trial and do that, I'm okay with that. Because, I'm, again, it's tight timeline. Why Why wouldn't we just go to bed and meet him before the trial? Like, the trial is at 10 a.m., guys. Yeah, for the yeah. eight hours, you would need to go to bed literally right now. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's That's, it's 2 a.m. You're only- currently at the... You're currently at grave charge. So we would we have time to talk to Barrister Koppel before the trial, or were we like showing up at the trial? Trial starts at ten. Okay. Eight hours of sleep would take you right to ten. But the thing is, Ikmer doesn't have anything to sleep over, or doesn't have things to regenerate over the eight hours of sleep. He could do that. Barrister Koppel could, not necessarily. Be, he could be asleep right now and wake up to the evidence and therefore have it a couple hours before we even get there. So you're going to leave four dead bodies on Barrister Koppel's desk? No. Five. Five dead bodies. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that sounds that sounds much more correct. It's five dead bodies over four. We can at least leave him a note, too. Oh, didn't kill these, just found them. Yeah, and, and the other evidence that we got, too. Sleepy. Talk tomorrow. <laughs> okay. I mean, I mean, I, I really think that we should all go to bed now and then wake up early, and maybe that means we don't get our spells, or maybe that means that we sacrifice, like, two people. I don't think Ick should probably go alone to explain all of the evidence since he doesn't have any of the knowledge background. Yep. I think that if there's two people that need to go, I 
person like out of character i'm worried about eclipse becoming fatigued because this won't count as the next day and then i will continue to add up on my tracker sleep as much as you want but (laughs) (laughs) does she know that no oh well separate your player knowledge from your character knowledge please i understand but also (laughs) in in character eclipse uh would like all of her focus back because she she would actually probably say to the group uh guys i i think i think i need to get some some good rest i don't i don't think i have any like i I just i can't even think anymore I, i just i can't focus on anything anymore I need some sleep, and I don't know if I can get up early with you guys. And and on top of that, I I'd kind of like to go see that shopkeeper that that one. I don't know. I I I'm pretty sure uh, Lyra knows knows his name. Where we need to go? You do. It's Radnish. Yeah, I think that's where she'd go. Okay. In the morning before the trial as well. So, consensus. Everybody's going to bed. Igmer's waking up early. Is anybody waking up with Igmer? I mean, I can and take whatever penalties I need to. Like, I don't... You just wouldn't recover your spells or your bane or that kind of stuff. I mean, I think we're in similar boats. I could also yeah. do that and then not gain my stuff back That's- either. It won't affect my ability to be in the trial though so like that part doesn't matter i'd rather it be well when Bay based on the uh size stature and the intimidation factor i have a plus five to intimidate i got that plus 13 yeah maybe you should go all right all right so you guys uh head back to the inn the brazen head you go to sleep matumbe and ikmer you're waking up several hours early So call it seven in order to get up, present the evidence to Barrister Koppel, and then potentially go check out Radnish's shop, figure out what's going on there. Yes? Yeah. Okay. So you guys get up. Um, You've only slept five hours. You're okay the first night you do that. But, Matumbe, you notice that, um, you know, Phrasma's power has, has has not rejuvenated in you, even though you feel a lot better from removing your drain. In fact, Griffin, I only slept four hours. Because when Matumbe comes downstairs to meet Ikmer, his left arm looks a lot different. Interesting. He's got a full tattoo sleeve of abyssal writing. Ooh. Yeah, so it, it's a complete full sleeve up his left arm. He inked himself up last night, and that's what Ikmer sees. Well, well that's pretty interesting. Matumbe, uh, to be honest, I'm, that's pretty cool. Mm, thank you, Ikmer. You know, I, I actually have plenty of tattoos under my armor, under my clothing, but... Phrasma has never guided my hand like she did last night. I uh, I shared a moment with Eclipse yesterday. We talked extensively, and it reminded me of a time from my past. And this last night, I was compelled to once again take up my own tattooing inks and needles. And look what I got. Wait, 
So you're telling me that you you actually didn't tattoo yourself, but it was Phrasma that actually did the tattooing for you, but it just kind of like but but you still did it your your yourself, but it was really Phrasma the whole time. It was my hands, but her guidance. That's pretty cool, to be honest. That that she's able to do that through you. I, I'm kind of jealous, to be honest. I mean, if only I had somebody else to like, you know, guide my hand and like make make you know, make make me like you know punch somebody better or something like that. How do you, how exactly do you do that? You know, you just need to find your spiritual way, Igma. I believe that could be sometime in your future, but you are young with a long life ahead of you. I, I'm an old man. I've I've seen a lot, I've experienced a lot, and here we are. So, for the rest of the room, do you feel like sharing what that does, or do you want to let it play out? I'll just say it's, it's a very situational spell, but essentially it's part of my archetype that at fifth level I get to tattoo myself um, and basically cast a spell of second level at um, basically like a spell-like ability for free. Um, the spell I picked was, do, 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 was resist energy. We took a lot of, you know, random energy damage in Harrowstone. And I felt like that was a pretty versatile, um, versatile spell I could use to just kind of protect myself. If we get attacked by something that puts out weird energy damage. Nice. So the boys wake up, the girls are still asleep. Are you guys going to Barrister Koppel first, or are you going to Radanisha's shop? And you remember it is called the Left Tool. Whatever's closer. Yeah, I, I feel like that's absolutely the call. Whatever is most... Yeah, I think Barrister Koppel and, and Town Hall are likely closer. Yeah, it's a time play at this point, so... Yep. So you guys head uh, to the prison. And Carrying two to three bodies apiece. <laughs> yep. With bo- like just sacks under your arms. And one of you has a large sack slung up in their shoulder, <laughs> shaped like a body. But you make it to the courthouse, and you head up to Barrister Koppel's office, and he is there. He looks like he hasn't slept a wink. Good morning, Barrister. G- 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 good morning, m- m- to me. We went to the town. Oh, <laughs> Thank, thank fuck. In, I, I don't know what, what evidence you've come up with or what legal research you've done to protect the beast. However, we have substantial evidence that we can use in court the, today. The, the, we believe. That's wonderful. We believe he is innocent of the crimes for Hugstag. The, 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 there's n- n- nothing I, I could... I could find be, because you know he I eyewitnesses saw him with with the corpse of a child. I mean that completely makes sense. He he, I mean he absolutely was uh, with the corpse of a child. But we have we have pretty good evidence against the fact that he actually killed them, and and I think with with the. Uh, uh, evidence that we are about to present you could be could be very uh well positive to to our side of the trial and 
Matume, wh- why don't you kind of uh, address that? I feel like that would be more, more appropriate. Yeah, l- 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 lay, it, lay it on me. What, 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 do you, what do you have? First and foremost, there is no sign of physical break-in to the homes that the children were robbed from or killed in. It does not appear that the beast would have done this. Furthermore, the town was plagued by a malignant spirit you may know as a wraith. Hmm. I did. I. I. I know that the the children came back. I. And I, I know that they were brought back by a fiend, a true wraith. They were only its children. Allow me to show you the bodies of the children that became wraithlings. And you lay the bodies on the table. Um, Barrister Koppel kind of steps back for a moment, and and he runs his hand through his hair. He looks worried for a moment, but then it it looks like he he kind of gets this look of determination. He says, "I I I, I th- think think we could we we could work with this." Do do these do these children look like they were defeated by some sort of beast? I think not. In fact, where where where, where did you find them though? Because the, the 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 beast was known to live there. But 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 what's Im- what's important is that the beast can't can't like well uh, he didn't beat them up what what you would expect from a, a creature like that so so i i think it's important to, to i i i guess like be on the or or like you know kind of go on the the magical influence of it simply based on the fact that he can't do that and so so he well it's all, it's all like drain up. It, it, it kind of sucks the, sucks the life out of them, and, and the beast can't do that. So, so I, you can do that, right? You, you can convince everybody that, that the beast can't do that, but, but a wraith can, and then you can make him innocent, right? I did, I did, I, I don't, I don't know. These, these bodies are nearly a year old. I, I, how, how am I supposed to prove that the, they they died a certain way? Easy. You invoke these servitors of Phrasma. They have fought wraiths before. They know the wounds they leave. Okay. I, th- I, I, I like the... I like your th- th- thought, thought process there, Matumbe. The church is absolutely neutral in this matter. They will speak the truth. The whole truth, and nothing but the truth. So, so you want me to pre- pre- present present these bodies as, ev- as evidence? This may be difficult, but I believe so. I did. We spoke with one of these servitors of Phrasma last night. And he is preparing a speak with dead spell that he is planning to use in the courtroom today. We can find out who really killed these children from their own mouths. I, I've, I've, I've been been a barrister for for a long time. I've seen that spell used. It's it's it's. it's not not always truthful just just know that 
Well, well, wouldn't it wouldn't it be helpful to to at least have the 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 parents in in the room as well, Nin- just to make sure that they, you know, Nin- because Nin- of this. It- Ignorant. None of the families besides Elsa's are still in town. None of them will be at the trial. Oh, I thought they were here, to be honest. I'm so silly. I was was hoping, to be honest, I was was a little bit hopeful that they would be here so that they could say goodbye in some way, you know? I... Totally, totally agree, and I, I, I think you know w- w- word will get out to them. We'll, we will let them know that their the ch- ch- children were found. You know, that this is good evidence, boys. That far, far, far more than than what I had. I don't want to get ahead of ourselves, but I, I feel at least this day of the trial is a rather open and shut case. We know who did it. We defeated who do it. By the way, we got that body over here, too. Um, <laughs> wondering was in the, the other sack. Yeah, the big bag's the wraith. Yeah, the, 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 the big uh, kind of man-sized one. Because there's a man in it. Well, well, well I, I pre- appreciate you bringing bunch of dead bodies in the, m- my office pr- pr- probably better th- than you just showing up to the trial with them mm, don't lose them I'll, I'll tr- tr- try fucking not to you know we, I, I you know I, I don't exactly feel too bad about this because they're really 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 good evidence but you wouldn't have some sort of like refrigerator or Something I've never you know, heard that. There's a few. Before. Oh, uh, a, a cooling, refrigerator. Uh, cooling. I did. I did. C- c- can't cast g- gentle re- repose. And that, at this point, the bo- the bodies don't need it. Oh well, but in, in the uh, the cave cavern or whatever that we found them, they were pretty cool. So they didn't stink too bad. But you know they've been they've been out for a day and a half or so. So just kind of. Be aware of that. Put some oils and good I'm smellings. Sh- I'm sure, sh- 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 sure, sure it'll sure it'll be fine. Uh, we'll, we'll, you know, uh, obviously they'll be b- b- buried tomorrow, so I, I'm n- not worried. I'll I'll see you boys at ten, right? That's right. It seems you have a trial to prepare for. It's, 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 I. I I hope you're friendlier as as um, as, as convincing as, as she was before. You know, actually, there's there's one other thing that we should probably att- attend to while we're while we're here. Can we see the uh, see see the beast for just just a just a minute and just before we like head off? You have f- f- free free access to him. Oh, thank thank goodness! So you head down to see the beast. Yeah, uh, we still have his book or uh, his his poetry book. Poetry book, yes. So you head down the spiral staircase into the prison, and you 
again see the only occupied cell with the beast of Lepidstat sitting before you. Uh, uh, hey, beast. You know, or actually, we we have really good news for you. Uh, believe it or not. What is it, Ikma? Well, first of all, I'm pretty sure Elsa gave you a name. Isn't that correct? Well, she was the only person that ever called me anything besides a beast. Yes. It, it was it was Hank, wasn't it? No. I believe it was something foreign, something exotic. Alari. Yes, she named me Larry. Larry. No, Larry. Well, either way, would that make you feel better if we called you that? You can call me that if it feels right to you, but that name died with my friend. Well, I think tomorrow we'll make sure that that her death wasn't in vain. Absolutely. Well, I and so, hope so. Yeah. So, Larry, I, I, I would feel honored if you let me call you that simply based on the fact that I could also be your friend. Okay, Ikma. I'm... I'm okay with that. But we have another thing for you, and it is... your book. My... my poems? You found them for me. Well, absolutely. You asked for them, and... Well, we're we're friends, and so it only makes sense that we help each other, and so yeah, absolutely. Here, here, uh, get. I mean, I mean, would you like to, us, to, or would you like me to to read one, or I I feel like you could probably use some alone time with it, you know, just to get. I I don't know. I have enough slack if you slide it to me I could grab it Larry we also recovered some drawings of you and Elsa I think you might like those back however we may need them for evidence if you if you if you are set free we can return those to you just know that we have them thank you Matumbe you're welcome Alright. Larry. Here, here you go. Uh, and Ikmer would just uh, just toss it in his lap. He's just sitting in a chair anyways. So, yeah. yeah. Okay. Cool. So, are you guys continuing your plan to go talk to Radnish? Or are you waking the girls up? What are you doing? If enough... 
if enough time has passed, I'd like to wake the girls up. If not, we'd go. You're yeah, it's been about an hour, so it's about eight in the morning. So that's not enough time for the girls. Likely not. Yeah, they're. I mean, they're gonna have to be woken up like right before you guys head to the trial. Mm-hmm. Yeah, most likely Eclipse will wake up right before the trial. Feed Bob, take him on a walk, and then go to the trial. Okay. So you guys head to the surgeon's flats where yes. you know Radnish's shop is. You know it's called the left tool. Okay. Um, Ikmer would, from the very beginning, uh, be very, as, I guess, as aggressive as he can be from opening this, opening his shop door. So you slam the shop door open. It's a relatively cramped store. You can see that it's kind of piled with skeletons. There are pickled things in jars, fermenting things in jars, preserved things in jars, uh, and a bunch of alchemical components in this shop. You see a no man sitting kind of be well, it appears he might be on like a stool or something behind the uh, counter of his shop. Okay. And he has kind of like a long curled mustache. Since he didn't actually get a description from the man or of the man uh, from Sajira, he would jump to the con- jump to the conclusion that that is uh, Radnish and do an intimidate check without actually breaking he he wouldn't break anything in the shop but he would still try his best to do an intimidate check so you kind of bluster in exactly 16 on the die plus 8 24 so are you saying anything with his intimidate mister you had better be you had better tell us the truth because we have some very very important things to figure out we don't have a lot of time and if you don't, we're going to make sure that you don't forget us. Oh, what is it you have going on here? But, uh, calm down, stranger. Sajira came in here just the other day asking about golden tools. And you need to tell us exactly who you told them, or sold them to right now. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I, I don't like to give information out for my customers. That's that's not the way we do business here. But it's going to be the business that you do right now just this time because this is absolutely important to not just your safety but the safety of this whole town. Okay, okay, boy. Uh, I don't want any any trouble here. Um, what tools? Do, do you have them? Well, the one that she showed you. The, uh, I don't know a Sajira. What, what tool? I sell lots of tools. You know, this is... We're on the surgeon's flats, you know. It's not uncommon for me to sell a set of tools. Calm yourself. This was a full golden set. Was it magical in any way? All right, here you go. These are the tools. 
Tell us where. Tell us who who you sold them to. So Ikmer slams the set of tools onto the table, and it's just missing the pair of scissors. And Radnish would say, "Oh, I I I know the set. Um, listen, you you didn't hear it from me. Um, there's a well." A relatively well-known uh, chemical works around here, um, run by a uh, man that goes by Vorkstag. He uh, he bought the tools. He came in. He um, he said they were a gift, but I don't know if he was blowing smoke up my ass or, wh- or what he was, you know, saying, but. He's the last person that should have had these. What? Why would you say that? Well, he told me they were a gift, uh, but I didn't sell them to the person he gave them to. So, I, you know, I imagine he'd be the the last person that would have had them. He didn't strike me as the kind of man that uh, wouldn't use them. He's a, you know, he works in like chemical works. He, he certainly would. Use um, surgeon's tools. Where where is this? I mean, you you have to know where. Um. Tell us now. I, okay, okay. I believe it's on the west side of the town. Um, I can't miss it. A uh, brick building. Um, doesn't seem uh, smokestacks, but doesn't seem anybody ever. Leaves or enters besides Vorkstag and well his his associate um uh, what was his name Grine? Is it a small operation? No, no, it's um. Then how can this be? What do you mean? How can only two people enter and leave if it's a large scale operation? Well, it is odd. It's odd. You never see his workers leave. Hmm. And Vorkstag, what does he look like? Um. Tall man, um, you know, well dressed. He he seems like he knows many of the the higher ups in town. He he's well connected. That's all I can say. Um, he the I I know his his fellow crane. Um, well, he he looks kind of like me. He's like a gnome, uh, red hair, um, but an odd fellow. He, doesn't he's never never jovial or happy or uh, I don't know this is uncommon for gnomes is this correct well yes I I would expect he'd have the bleach honestly hmm mm. surprised the chemicals didn't do it to him this is true perhaps there is some follow chemical play here I do not know these sciences but I resolve to find out. Speak up, child. But I resolve to find out. So, you guys know where to look. And at this point, the girls wake up, and you are back to meet them for the second day of the Trial of the Beast. And before you enter the courtroom, I need you to finish your drinks. 
because we'll see you next week. Oh. Oh. I knew it.